Welcome to Leveling Up, your Skills for Success podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Mealy Holmes, and thanks for joining me today. Leveling Up is a series that spotlights the nine skills for success to help you increase your professional and personal growth. This podcast is a workplace education Manitoba project funded by the Government of Canada and the Manitoba government. Throughout this journey, I, along with career and employment subject matter experts, will discuss personal experiences and present newly created tools and time-tested resources that will inspire and affirm your curiosity. Look for real and actionable strategies supporting you in realizing your individual goals and successes. The adventure is just beginning, so please join me weekly on Leveling Up, your Skills for Success podcast. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Leveling Up, your Skills for Success podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Mealy Holmes, and today we are going to highlight one of my favorite topics, communication. Specifically, we'll shed light on the challenges that come with working in diverse workplaces, both for newcomers to Canada, as well as people who have lived in Manitoba a long time, but have maybe been out of the workplace for some time. We will focus on the barriers one might face in adapting to diverse communication styles we come across in the workplace. Let's start by exploring the power of effective communication and how mastering it is crucial for professional success and even personal growth. This is a two-for-one Manitoba special where hopefully you will see how to apply these skills in your role and help your clients as well. Communication is the heartbeat of any workplace. I like to think of it as a force that drives collaboration, innovation, and overall success. Those of you familiar with the Skills for Success framework will be able to pick out a few additional skills as we continue to look closely at communication. It really involves so many other skills and nuances. For example, It's not merely the exchange of information, but think of it as the foundation upon which relationships are built, ideas are shared, and tasks are accomplished. Especially as we focus on the diverse landscape we live in in our workplaces. In fact, we can't ignore the critical role effective communication plays in navigating different aspects of professional life. Right away, I start thinking about some of the other skills that work well with communication, like collaboration, problem solving, and good old adaptability. Now, one of the reasons I love this topic so much is because it really has far-reaching effects. Communication is like this giant umbrella, and underneath we find trust, curiosity, and a deep awareness of how humans work together. I think of it even like a dance, where diversity is celebrated, cultures collide, and everyone's trying to be on the same page. But for many people you work with and serve, it's not always a walk in the park. Let's talk about the real struggles folks may be facing in getting the hang of Canadian workplace culture and communication groove, whether they are new to Canada or even have been out of work for a bit. Now imagine this, you're excited to get a job coupled with joining a new workplace, which could be made of many cultures, including the workplace culture. 
So a few things are going on here. You walk in day one excited, terrified, and curious, and then find yourself in a whirlwind of communication styles, each influenced by backgrounds, regions, and maybe even industry norms. Now, on top of that workplace, we're going to add in some techie terms and jargon. It's like wading through a sea of communication styles, and it really can be overwhelming. For those of us who work with a variety of people from different backgrounds, we face this all the time. The difference is we're sitting in our workplace, but those different backgrounds, languages, and industry cultures come to us. It can still feel overwhelming at times. It causes us to pull on the skill of adaptability in a big way. One major challenge, the way different cultures communicate. In some places, being direct is gold. In others, it's all about those nuanced vibes, kind of, sort of, indirect. Navigating these variations is like trying to master a new dance. You gotta get the moves right to avoid stepping on toes. And then there's the speed issue. Some cultures savor a more laid-back approach, while the Canadian workplace can be all about efficiency and straight talk. Newcomers might need a bit of time to catch up with the fast pace, assertive communication style that's the norm in many Canadian organizations. I remember working with one group of people who had a workplace culture shock in coming to Canada. The CEO came up to them, called them by name, and asked how things were going. Do you like your job? Is there anything else you need? They didn't know what to say because in their country of origin, this would never happen. She said, to have my boss know my name and know me was something I was not used to. My other workplace back home, you would have never seen the manager, let alone have them come up to you and ask how you're doing. I wasn't sure what to say. Now, this was new to me because at 16, I called my manager by his first name and at his request, Dave. If I needed anything, I knew that I could go to Dave for help. And I seem to have a similar amount of ease communicating with the leaders I've had over the years. I dialed into my curiosity and empathy when she explained her story to me to realize some of the big changes, even the positive ones, are still changes. And it's still something to get used to. Now, here's a thought for those of us supporting people entering into work. There's a measure of confidence that's needed to speak up in a workplace. And for our clients who may be joining a work team, we need to help them know that having a voice is needed and even expected. So promoting the skills for success for our new friends can be super helpful. You can think of it as a superhero toolkit for newcomers aiming to gain success in the Canadian workplace and a brush up for those people who haven't been in the workplace for a bit. So a few suggestions. Start by boosting communication skills for us and for our clients. Let's keep it real. Expressing ideas clearly is like the secret sauce of communication. Whether you're chatting it up or putting words on paper, nailing the art of articulation helps bridge those communication gaps. So new Canadians, don't be shy. Practice, practice, practice. And the same goes for all of us. Building relationships is a vital part of success in any workplace. 
Think of it this way. It's all about being a good listener, showing empathy, and playing nicely with your diverse teammates. Understanding our own ways that we communicate will help us identify others and see how we can adjust to their communication style. For example, think of yourself or someone you know who is spontaneous, who always has wild ideas, some of them even usable, who likes change and talking with people. They're the storyteller. They're focused on who, who will be there, who am I working with, and who did you go out with last night? The who people are curious and maybe a bit scattered. Then we have the how people. They are focused on details, getting it done right the first time. They value accuracy and completeness, take their time to gather facts, and are often analytical. How will it get done? Or, this is how we do it. They get things done at a slower pace, but with accuracy. Anyone coming to mind? Next are the what people. They are direct, they like to get things done quickly and have uh, strong leadership skills, uh, bossy. (laughs) They're willing to take risks and maybe even sacrificing accuracy for speed. Listing detail after detail for this person or questioning why they're doing something the way they are will probably annoy this person. And with the what people, you will often hear them say things like, what do you want? What do you need? What can I help you with? Or catch this, what? (laughs) Sound familiar? Then we have people that are more caring and connecting. Not that the what people aren't caring. It's just that the why people have a way of connecting with people and helping others feel heard. They are natural empathizers and often act as mediators. They prefer to know why something is to be done or will often explain why. One of my boys is a why person and prepare to roll your eyes because here comes a big mama brag. He teaches swimming lessons and recently had several parents thank him for being such a great teacher. They said, we've never had an instructor take their time to listen and then explain why a certain swimming stroke is done that way. Well, I smiled big when he told me this because I know that he is a why person. He drives me nuts with his whys to things. Why this? Why that? And here the why comes in big time for him. He is a connector and using his why language has made a huge difference for some littles learning to swim. Are you like that as well? Now, I once had a manager that was a what person and another one that I reported to at the same time that was a why person. And I would adjust my emails based on their needs. I tend to be a bit of a what person myself, and so adjusting to other communication styles can at time take a bit of effort. So for example, when I emailed the why person, I would start out with a nice greeting, something like, Good morning, why person. Can you believe the weather we're having? I hope your kids are having a fun time at school. You asked me about what I feel would be the best answer. I'm going to say D feels best. Please let me know if you have any further questions. I look forward to hearing from you. Take care, Carrie. 
Now that same email to the what person sounded mm, a bit different. Because of workplace professionalism, I still started with a greeting, which sometimes I have to go back and insert after I've written the email. Anyway, here it comes. Hello, what person? The answer is D. Thanks, K. Now imagine for a moment what would have happened if I mixed those two up. The Y person would be wondering why I was so short with them or if something was wrong. And the what person would be saying, what the heck, where's the answer? <laughs> Being able to shift our natural way of communicating requires another one of the skills for success, adaptability. I think Canadians are known for being adaptable and flexible, and we know that this is a foundation in any workplace. So when we are working with new Canadians, or again, anyone that's been out of the workplace for a while, we need to assure them that this is a skill that will serve them well. Encouraging people to being open to learning new communication styles, picking up on those unwritten office rules, and always being game for a bit of feedback. We can increase our adaptability through working with others in collaboration and especially problem solving. Effective communication often involves some problem solving wizardry. In our workplaces, we can help develop those critical skills and analytical skills. Something that may be mm, natural to our how people, but be proactive when issues pop up, be resourceful and show some resilience when the going gets tough. Trust me, this is a major asset in the Canadian workplace. There is so much to learn from one another if we can get curious and increase our listening abilities. We've talked a lot about talking, but what about some of the other ways we communicate in the workplace, especially not talking and instead listening? Many people are focused on active listening. This isn't a new idea, but one that can help us really dial in or tune in to what someone is saying. I think of how much is said by not talking, paying attention to body language, including facial expressions, distance, arm gestures, and such. It's interesting, though, how different cultures have different meanings behind body language. I remember working with some people who were all new to Canada from places like China, India, Ukraine, and Israel, just to name a few. We were talking about how body language can be misinterpreted. A classic one is crossing your arms in front of your chest. It can come across as antagonistic, maybe like you don't care, or even just guarded. I explained how it's comforting to me when I'm cold to have my arms in front of me. So I try to keep my arms uncrossed to show that I'm an open listener. One of the students said, Carrie, I'd like to respectfully disagree. This is music to my ears because it means I'm about to learn something. He went on to explain that in his culture, having your arms crossed is a sign of respect and reverence. I thought... That's so interesting, and I can see it. Some of us are quite expressive, especially with arm gestures. It was one of those moments when I realized how little I knew and was curious about what else I would learn that day. There are many ways we can increase our listening and understanding of body language across cultures. Get involved in groups at work or even volunteering in the community. Manitoba is one small town full of many different cultures. 
It's an exciting time for us to support our new Canadians, but also to learn so much about ourselves. So let's pay attention to our clients. Let's get to know them. They will bring you a wealth of understanding about cultures and experiences. Consider their unique perspectives, experiences, and backgrounds. They're gold in the Canadian workplace. Yes, communication can be challenging, but let's help the people we work with embrace challenges, dive into their communication journey, and consider all of the other skills for success that come with communication. Our role as savvy communicators is to create a vibe that screams inclusion and support. Diversity is the spice of life and navigating different communication styles is our opportunity to learn, understand and increase our own abilities to be effective communicators. So here's to effective communication, the not so secret key to Canadian workplace success. Thank you for joining me today on this exploration of workplace communication. Join me next time on Leveling Up your skills for success podcast. I'm your host, Carrie Mealy Holmes.